Hey there, we're back for another episode of the GM Baseball Podcast. It's gonna be a daily tonight. Alright, so I'm G. And I'm M. And we really got one thing to cover tonight, but we'll go over it in some detail. And it's a big one. The Padres signed Manny Machado to an eleven year extension worth three hundred and fifty million dollars. So with this, Manny Machado becomes the first person in major league history to sign two contracts worth $300 million or more, officially. Now, Carlos Correa, of course, unofficially a 300, um, a deal over $300 million with the Giants and then a $315 million deal with the Mets. But, of course, he didn't pass his physicals, and neither of those were made official. Yeah, so obviously, Machado, if one of them had gone through, it wouldn't, he wouldn't have had to. Yeah, so... Um, Machado had six years and 180 million left on the contract, so what he's getting is five years and 170 million more in new money. And Machado is under control by the Padres through 2033 when he'll turn 41. Uh, the deal has a full no trade clause and no opt outs. And Peter Seidler just keeps spending. Yeah. So, Manny Machado will probably be a Padre for the rest of his major league career with no opt-outs, no trades. Um, and by 41, at that point, you're going to be wrapping up your career. Um, and yeah, more spending by the Padres. Padres and Mets really seem to be the big spenders now in baseball. Um, yeah, and the Padres and- are one of the teams with smaller market in baseball. They have one of the smallest markets in baseball. Is com- it's almost comparable to the Rays Guardians type of level. That's the kind of market they have. And yet, Seidler's just been going way over the expectance for this team. I mean, it wasn't that long ago in 2017 or 2018, the eight year, $144 million deal for Eric Hosmer, it was out of nowhere and was by far their biggest deal in history. That was just a few years ago. and. And now no, they have they, Bogerts yeah. at 280 million over 11 years. They've got Machado for 11 years, 350 million. They've got uh, I've got Tatis locked up for 340 million. Um, of course, you Darvish and Joe Musgrove on their own long-term deals. So man, a bunch, a bunch of money is going to a bunch and a bunch of people um, on the team. And and look at this amazing stat, M. Uh, 2028. The Padres already have about a hundred million on the books for that year. That's a bunch of really long-term contracts. Um, I mean, that's almost that, unheard of. And they have people locked up um, worth a hundred million for five years. Yeah, it's just so incredible here what Peter Seidler is doing. They're locking people up for a long time, um, big money, um, and. They're really, really trying to contend with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So, M. Which I don't really mind. <laughs> yeah, so, M, let's talk about a little bit uh, what this does to the free agent market coming after this year. So, what I think this does is I think it drives up the Shohei Otani sweepstakes because Shohei Otani was always plan A. For every team going into free agency that had a realistic shot at him, Shohei Otani is plan A. But now... There is no plan 1B. Yeah, because Manny Machado is off the market for sure next year. And um, for those teams who might otherwise have 
settled for Manny Machado. Now they need to get Shohei Otani or bust, pretty much. Yeah, there's Shohei Otani, and then there's some good pitchers out there. There's Aaron Nola, there's Julio Urias, but Machado next year could have easily commanded a $300 million contract. Julio Urias and Aaron Nola are great pitchers. They're not going to command $300 million contracts. No. These guys, probably top of a rotation for one, one two starters, maybe. Um, but not you're not going to get... Um, that level of a contract for a pitcher. Yeah, and it has caliber. been done before. Garrett Cole, of course, $324 million from the Yankees, but he was coming off a pair of otherworldly seasons, just incredible. So, I mean, yeah. The teams that were gunning for Machado, they got a gun for Otani now, and I think this um, has an even better chance of pushing Otani into the $500 million conversation. It very well could, because... I mean, this will be just unprecedented with a player like Shohei on the market with the clear number one favorite. Yeah, and similar to what Aaron Judge was this year, but this year you also had those shortstops, those guys who were there. I mean, after Otani, you, you had other options. The guy who's now probably going to be the best position player on the market, Matt Chapman. Now, Chapman's a good player. He'll give you 20 to 30 homers. He'll play elite defense at third base, and he'll run batting averages that won't kill you. But he's no Manny Machado. Absolutely not. And so I think for a team like the Mets, who might have uh, been inclined to go after Machado more than Otani, because of the third base kind of gap that they have. They have Brett Beatty coming up, but of course you never know how a rookie's going to perform. They might have preferred to throw Beatty in the outfield and bring in Machado for the infield, but that's not going to happen. And you may see the Mets go even more all-in on Shohei Otani. Yeah, just so they don't miss the... Because um, it's going to be a mad dash for the teams that want Otani. Um, and we'll have to see um, how that turns out. Yeah, and you know, the interesting thing for the Mets, if they sign Shohei Otani at $500 million, they're getting taxed at 110%. If they sign Otani for $500 million, they'll be taxed $550 million for the luxury tax. That would put their cost of signing Otani over a billion dollars in real costs, which is ridiculous. So, yeah, so... A um, billion dollars for the cost of one player and that one player getting paid $500 million, that's an outrageous salary. It is. Even spread out through maybe 10 years. Yeah, but Otani the unicorn, of course. And you got to think now, what does this mean for Juan Soto's future with the Padres? Soto will be a free agent after 2024, and he's a guy who people have thought it's possible that he could break $500 million as well. But the way Seeler is spending... He might extend Soto. You might see Soto with the Padres for a long, long time, just like Machado. Yeah, and can you imagine Soto, Tatis, Bogertz, Machado in the middle of that lineup for many, many years to come? That'd be absolutely ridiculous. It would be until you get them all old together, and then you have four old guys sitting... That you're the, paying that you're millions paying, of dollars. Yeah, probably well over $100 million combined for those four guys. Approaching 150 almost certainly. So... Yeah, there's a lot of ripples coming from this Machado deal that he signs with the Padres, and hey, kudos to Seeler. Yeah, um, 
I'd really like to see the Dodgers get beat. I'm not a big Padres <laughs> fan, but I would like to see the Dodgers go down. So, I mean, sure. Yep, all right. Well, that wraps us up for tonight. Uh, all things going well. We should be back tomorrow with another daily for you guys. And keep an eye out for our next division preview. Until then, this is the GNM Baseball Podcast.